supersonic. 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 Welcome to Supersonic Hospitality Marketing with me, Mark McSee, where we meet the most interesting people in hospitality, marketing, business, and beyond to hear tips, tricks, and tales to help your brand boom. This podcast is sponsored by Vita Mojo, the all-in-one restaurant management platform helping operators grow ATV, reduce tech complexity, and serve guests better. And now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Vita Mojo is proud to be the headline sponsor of the Supersonic Marketing Podcast. Vita Mojo transforms chaos into confidence for hospitality operators worldwide, empowering brands to streamline order management and take control of their business. With its flexible end to end order management system, Vita Mojo gives you one central place to manage your menu across every channel, brand, and location. But Vita Mojo is much more than an out of the box software solution. The Vita Mojo team are with you every step of the way, providing the partnership you need, the technology you want, and the experience your guests deserve, all in one place. Vita Mojo will help you adapt to whatever the world throws at your hospitality business. For more information, visit vitamojo.com slash supersonic. Want to be recognised as one of the most innovative and best performing brands in our sector? I'm James Haken, the founder of Restaurant Marketer and Innovator, and here to tell you it's your time to shine. Our 2024 awards are open for entry with 13 categories. Join the likes of Brewdog, McDonald's, Turtle Bay, Box Park, Fuller's, Grind, Gales and Rick Stein restaurants who have all picked up wins in recent years. Visit restaurantinnovator.com to find out more information and apply. Okay, it's legend and time, so I have had a real birthday treat. So it was my birthday on the 28th of September, and that day I got to record live in person with a true legend and bastion of the hospitality industry, and that is Trevor Gulliver. If you don't know who Trevor is, I'd be quite surprised. But Trevor is a co-founder and CEO of one of the greatest and most admired restaurants in the world, St. John Restaurant. St. John is just so legendary and I used to get taken there when I worked for Barclay Card and our brand agency used to insist that we would go there and maybe have a lunch that was a little bit too long and it could be anything that was even so simple like a Welsh rare bit and a great bottle of red and we would chew the cud for the afternoon uh, thinking about big brand ideas and what we could do to really get Barclay Card the engagement that it needed and really hit those targets that we needed to hit from consumers, brand awareness and all that stuff. But I just remember it with such fondness. I had such a great time there. St. John is just absolutely restless and you know, new menus, I think it's twice a day. So it is just unbelievable, the work ethic and that nose to tail philosophy. It really is in the hard to do box. Most people couldn't pull it off, but they are absolutely religious about sticking to quality and sticking to elevating the most simple of ingredients into the stratosphere. 
Not only is Trevor the co-founder and CEO of St John Restaurant, he's also the maker of Boulevard Napoleon Wines and an author also. It was just fantastic to spend time with Trevor. He's such a laugh and I think you're going to really, really enjoy this episode. Hello, sorry, just a quick interruption before we get into the episode. Trevor was just one of those brilliant guests that I get so caught up in them being there and we get chatting straight away that I didn't want to interrupt the flow, so I didn't do my usual intro. So here we go and I'll see you on the other side. So it gives me the most nose-to-tail pleasure ever to introduce my next guest, who is Trevor Gulliver, co-founder and CEO of St John Restaurant, maker of Boulevard Napoleon Wines, and author, plus raconteur, and many, many other things. Enjoy the episode. I think you'll get a lot out of it. I was at the new uh, Bibby Bob Bob last night. Oh, great. How was it? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think they do well. It's quite handy it, for theatre people. It'd be great. Yeah, because all of a sudden you actually do think, and actually, there's not many places. And if you want to go, I went. To, I went to Kiln the other day, and it's kind of. I didn't have to wait, but I mean, yeah. it's uh, because it was actually one of our chefs has been working quietly. They worked for years, and he, as the, he does all the butchery, teaches them all every across all these different things that they're up yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. And it was his last day, so so. And of course, I sat there and went, I remember exactly, and I've sat in the, the place in Hong Kong, which is the exact copy of <laughs> life, and, life as art, whatever. So, Great. Yeah, so as a, as a place to go without, um, because at the end of the day, it's kind of, it's like with Osh's new pub, I was, having done something in Chinatown, it's got, a, it's got a crossover area. It's a difficult area, though. Yeah. And then I guess you've got Schloss going in there as well, right? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to keep track, isn't it? Yeah, it'll, it'll be huge, though. And yeah. I think with those new lines coming into London from Essex and all the rest of it, you know, yeah. Dave Strauss was talking about it, he reckons it could be one of the biggest in, in the saw, UK. Saw Strauss last night. Did you? I think I've seen him Monday for a wee coffee. He's yeah. a neighbour. So oh, right? He lives, uh, he's about a mile away. Um, oh, yeah, 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 in Hove, actually. So, oh, yeah. that's a nice bit of that's Brighton. Nice, but I'm, in the, I'm, in the, I'm in the Brighton bit. <laughs> I'm in the I'm rough not, bit. I'm one of those Londoners that's not a fan of Brighton. <laughs> Don't love it? No. No, I actually, even this would be the I'd probably late fifties. I mean, we'd sometimes go to uh, a week's holiday in Hove. Yeah, it was nice and genteel. Well, that's where Ringo Starr had his honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> so, yeah, I was. I just said, there's that kind of. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it gets a little bit grunge, and the lanes are. Um, and I hadn't been for ages because of lockdown. In fact, the last time I went down was actually to see. Um, Dougie at um, Silo. Oh, yeah. And they've moved now. And I still haven't been up to Hagston yet, but I yeah. promised I would go there. I never ate there. I, and I wish I had. I just didn't I was, I, I was surprised. Yeah. I mean, the, from Lee Boy at, um, at Black Axe to James Lotus, that they are, and elsewhere in the world, they are diverse. Yeah. Sing with their own voice, but hopefully <laughs> the right heart. We taught them so. Well, I think there was an interesting piece in the press i think that was actually taken out of context and it was a little bit paraphrasing yeah. was brighton doesn't get us kind of thing and then yeah yeah know, it's kind it, of uh, it didn't go down that well i don't think was it's now closed was it the english breakfast or the english restaurant or something it was called oh i don't know english is still there the, oh, the still oyster there. house yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. I, I noticed a few years ago it was on the on the market uh, but it's just it's it it's just it's 
whilst it's not Margate, mm. and most people ring me up about, have you been down to Margate? Yes. I think I went to the opening of the tape. And, uh, uh, and it's, if you're, there's not a, a direct connection. I certainly went yeah. down there when it was, when it was the real big deal. Well, I remember Betsy Park having the big dipper and stuff all those years ago, Yeah, which is a long time ago since then there was a big accident. So it's, there is a, there is a, it doesn't take too far to get a disconnect. No, no. Well, I think also just for youngsters, there's so many clubs in London. I mean, it's, yeah. It yeah. tends to go the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. He says there's an arrogant man. <laughs> I, was, I was born less than, I don't know, 500 metres from here. Well, I was going to ask you about that. So, you know, obviously we met at the open table thing and obviously yeah. I've been aware of you for a long time, just hadn't actually had the pleasure. But no, it was, it was a really good event and I think that panel that you had was really interesting and what you were talking about at the time was... Um, this generosity to teach, I thought, yeah. was like such a good thing to talk about and caring the teams. But we'll, we'll get on to all that. So going back then, this is what I was going to ask you. Was it London born and bred, the changes, you know, all that sort of stuff? So 500 metres from you, you reckon? Yes, it was then called the Queen Mary's. She was an old queen of ours long before people remember there was a Queen Mary. And there was and the boat. Yeah. Oh, the liner. Um, Queen Mary's General Lying In Hospital for Women. Okay. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so we, women were sent to have babies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and nothing was to come back, bring me my son. <laughs> it's now a hotel, of course. So it's the Arcadia building by County Hall. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, uh, I haven't strayed very far. I've Not travelled a lot. Though, I? <laughs> but um, uh, it's, you're very comfortable in one's own town. Yes. And yeah. so people talk about the traffic. Um, we were, I think we were talking about the uh, smog and about, because um, Khan came up and it usually leads to, uh, you know, certain of our um, mayors. So I'm delighted we have mayors because it mm. politicised things. And I voted for both Ken, who's called by his Christian name. Mm. I refuse to call the other one by his Christian name now because he's just a Johnson, uh -huh. as far as I'm concerned, yeah. in the American connotation of yes. that phrase. But Khan is just Khan. And why should admire the fact he's right, but talking about things like the smog in which was the last one was nineteen sixty three mm -hmm. and you couldn't see I mean I couldn't go to school. I was very young then, but I couldn't go to school. And my mother died that year. She studied stuff from asthma and very very difficult. Funny, I was just thinking I was thinking and nine thousand people died. Yeah. Which would now be a scandal. Yes. And of course my um elder sister suffered from asthma and so, so he is right. Yeah. But his way of going about it, and the, not only has he got a personality bypass, he's got a question bypass. Yeah. So, and Londoners don't like him. Yeah. Spends half his time in his Range Rovers going around with it. Even he has even bodyguards right. and he plays tennis. Eventually, every for London, everything bridgey comes through. Yeah. And I've sat in closed loops with him during lockdown and mm. with Vern that runs TFL and some of the language they use and because um, they're in open warfare with, with the Palace of Westminster to City Hall. So um, I don't know why I got on that, but yeah, yeah. I go back to my story of London, how it changes and where it is now. Um, it frightens an awful lot of people, mm -hmm. but um, I get a nosebleed once I go up to Hampstead. Man. <laughs> I, only, I only crossed the, the Marylebone Road to go for a religious experience at Lord's, <laughs> yeah. usually a one-day international. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of, so getting brought up then, where did you start out in hospitality? Was it almost straight away? No, not at all. Um, 
in those days, only to his college, I hitchhiked to Greece. Obviously, I had a couple of lyrics I thought um, that um, a man might uh, might like. You know, you know, it wasn't like seem who do I mean? I forgot Leonard. Uh, and then you come back and you miss the draft pick, and I end up working in the city as a graduate training in accountancy, and because I, I, it's not so bad because you start to send you to college for six months. <laughs> Needless to say, I think I got my auditing paper. I think. Uh, but not much else? Not really. <laughs> well, I did, uh, I, I have to say I did learn. I mean, basically in business, you'd be surprised about, and there'd be someone on this program couldn't read a balance sheet. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I'm not saying my, my career in accountancy and financial <laughs> went, I learned the hard way properly through business. Yeah. And then, um, a friend of mine at school, we were London Day Boys, uh, good idea to sell a T-shirt. We could put me in a Pantechnican, and for those people who know what Pantechnican is. Yeah, what's a Pantechnican? Is, yeah. yeah. It's a big van. Oh, okay. Uh, like a removal van would be a Pantechnican. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we could follow the bands. And he started out, I joined, etc. So by 1987, when I left, 10 years later, We'll know, we'll know some of this. We did Franco's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We put created 12 inch records. So we you were, did relax the relax relax, t shirts? Did that famously. Holly Johnson was on yeah. Sunday brunch on Sunday and he was talking about the t shirt. Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. You're meeting see, God, we did everything. We, we, we um, did all the live aid, designed all the live aid. I'm the only person who got the concert. I was just so hacked off with the whole thing. And there was, it wasn't as clean and clear cut as people yeah, said. I actually yeah. went to France and I got annoyed with. But I can't comment on the name. I just got annoyed. I didn't. I wasn't very happy about certain things. Also, mm. I think you do charity. You don't put your face up. You just do it. You do it quite the same as in St John, yeah. where we work locally or loudly, or just help someone with a shed, or a bit of manure for the church church garden. Um, and that involves. It's a better way of doing it rather yeah. than. I, don't, I mean, we do a lot of stuff with you know some of the different charities, and of course it helps if they've got names like the chefs and stuff. But. Um, so that went, that, I mean, we were, we were just young men. I was kind of, um, politics was quite important then. So yeah. I would be, obviously I knew about, and I, no, I didn't. I was in the sixth form. We were demonstrating against Vietnam and Grosvenor yeah. Square and, you know, in the, obviously she certainly didn't like that. Was he, he was very old and Peter's there, you know, yeah. and, that was, and then the Stones, were like that. and then of course it's underground progressive rock. And then, so, and so we had a great time in the time of Club for Heroes, Browns, Zanzibar, all those clubs, New Romantics. We did all the, all the, all the spans, the Durandis. We yeah. did all those things, yeah. and it got bigger and bigger. And I remember the Cocteau Twins once saying, "Shall we, can we have a T-shirt yet?" No, <laughs> not big enough. No, and then wham, and and but we learned how to print on black T-shirts. Yeah, and no one else could do that. And what was it? In other words, putting the white down first, or what? no? No, it's, no. It's, uh, like, there's different techniques. Yeah. But if weft and weave means you can't use four color process, uh, so it's where you work on the separations, how you work on your silk screen. And who was designing them? Well, we we do it ourselves. We had our own art studio, uh-huh. art director, and of course we might take an album. When it comes to um, monsters of rock, or anything, doing backs of tours, I'm going. Trevor, I used to end up sorting out the. Um, Particularly the heavy metal tours because they were such a pain to deal with. Oh, and really? I was the only person. Oh, shut up! 
Like, you can't even spell Dusseldorf. <laughs> and what we bands like Sabbath and all that did all that did wow. all the original Iron Maiden shirts, which are the separations and the artwork is still out there. Wow. And so we did all those. That, was it, there was like it was just it was like whether it was it was dot com or software. It was by the time we finished, uh, IP was we didn't exist as such mm. as a phrase was far more important than the. So in fact, what you would do once the uh, with Winterland in, in America, so we would between America Winterland effectively by the end of it mm-hmm. and ourselves we controlled everything wow. so bands came through us to to do so we would do the European leg they would do that that leg we didn't open in in uh, Australia because we kind of worked it out uh-huh. and we counted the numbers and went I think in those days say it was 15, 16 million we could actually give them a t-shirt in about because we could print a lot of t-shirts so it wasn't kind of worth it yeah, yeah. so that got subsumed uh, effectively in a it actually was more of those stock exchange games, you know, you're told not to tell the mother-in-law yeah, yeah, yeah. thing and that, because then you had, whether it's Ringo doing Thomas the Tank, so you had merchandising and our schools division, every school in the country didn't have t-shirts. Huh. They do now. So he went to the guys, because I was a student, et cetera, we think about it, went to the guys at NUS in Mallard Street, uh-huh. Does anyone do the sweatshirts for all the um, three? Do you know how many colleges, universities, sports clubs do it in there? So we had a whole then doing schools. So that kind of, because they just didn't exist. You yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah. when I was at school, I mean, as a school would have certain rules, but I'd have a long peaked cap, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in you walk down the road and go, he's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you get the okay from the bands? I, I think it was the other way around. Until we became competitive, they wanted their they wanted you. And when like things like uh, one of the Stones tours, dear old Mick said, if it wasn't with the bloody T-shirts, we couldn't afford this. <laughs> this being a jumbo jet. Wow. But if they do 100,000 people a day and say the spend, yeah. it's, it's far more, you know, it's like a we spoke about TV shows about um, food media, which is a whole thing in itself, self-consuming at times. You know, the book's already written. Yeah. Before you've seen Jamie Spence, he can do a, he can do a series in a week, yeah, but yeah. the book's already done. Yeah. So, and it's the same with anything, whether it doesn't matter if it's BBC or whoever it is, um, the days of dear old, much Miss Pat Lewenin and all that kind of people. Um, it's it's a business. Yeah. So, you know, and then it, in the end it becomes, it became, I guess people would fight over the rights. Yeah. Whereas before people just wanted the people who could do it well. And we, we, we partied hard. We had a good time. I bet. Oh, we did. <laughs> and... I had a 9-11 before people had 9-11s. <laughs> didn't, didn't drive it very often because I wasn't fit enough to drive it. <laughs> Actually, I've got to put it on like a jumper. Be too, too, too small for me. So in yeah. terms of that then, what then was the change from that? Because that sounds like a pretty good life. Uh, we were offered um, money for it. And in fact, the Stones were doing Wembley or something. I would play the third song. I didn't even go to print, which was a bit stupid. But, you know, you're doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it was the third song at Wembley in the arena, and I just went, right, I'm out. So I walked out. They just built a Hilton hotel there. I walked in Hilton, someone said, cab driver said, cab for Jones. I said, that's me. So I got in the cab, and they were driving back into town. He yeah. said, you're not Mr. Jones, are you? I said, no, mate. <laughs> and we were chatting, so we laughed. And I just, when, when it's done, it's done. I was, 10 years, there's, a, you know, if you're lucky, you'll find yourself in something that is new, where diligence, activity, lunacy, and naivety are all rewarded. And then you have to learn to count. Then you've got no security. Interest rates are 15%. 
and then what us no. us let four percent over but yes or ask a relative um so those are ridiculous times in which to make money but mm. we had a good ethos people enjoyed themselves it was particularly for people like myself because of that idea of a, a real politic mm. that was happening all across europe and you i'm not saying it was mine off the good side of it and there was all kinds of bad things manson but, but we, we we were london then still had bomb sites yeah and it was black and white television mm. before snooker changed everything so it was a different time and now a, a bit like that future shock thing toffler book he got it wrong because he, 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 he underestimated it so in fact then things just changed radically but i mean for you you must think like that was that was 87 i was born uh, yeah, i was 11 11 so yeah so and of course, then you had uh, all the ridiculous things of, of loads of money. Mm. But you know, then the thing about Little Britain that really upset people, they think if they couldn't vocalise it, I could. I said that's too realistic. Yeah. So yeah. you had all that, and here we've now find ourselves in in twenty three with all kinds of uh, um, shit on the fan. Basically. Yes. Am I allowed to say that? You are. Thank you. <laughs> you yeah, see what so you like. You know, so. <laughs> So, but yeah, so it's again, which I presume brings us into um, talking about hospitality. And the reason then somebody asked me and said, What have you got? Any? I went to work in Paris, a big scheme is in the city regeneration yeah. through, through that was actually sports and leisure rather than it's so sad to see it all over again. Mm -hmm. Shopping centers, we just mm -hmm. have a different type of shopping center. It's all been compromised by COVID, but all of a sudden we're doing retail. And we're going, this never going to change it through retail. What yeah. you're going to do, if you have bakers that bake and use their hands, yeah. and we buy proper bread, not the crap I bought the other day, I did it on purpose, I won't say they were at the supermarket. And it was, it, wasn't of, it was of no nutritional value. No. And it was a shame. In fact, the Sustain Folk and the Sourdough campaign, I just hope, I, I, just, I just wrote a paragraph on this, and that'll do. <laughs> I said, oh, good, I don't care. But you know what I mean? So it's that kind yeah. of, and you've seen it now, it's now compromised. But walking through here today, you can see all the empty, and they're not going to be filled. No, but th but even before COVID, you had um, be it uh, it's if it's a chain, it's retail. Mm. It happens to sell food, and, and sometimes it's on a plate. Yep, this is not what a restaurant in my idea of a restaurant is. Mm -hmm. If it's a pub, and it, it it's not because the decisions are not made by the people that run it. There's no basically um, we have employed people that work for chains. And if they, and I always say, are you ready to leave the dark side? And they go, yes. <laughs> Don't forget the skills you were trained to do. Yes. Which is, in fact, in terms of admin, this kind of stuff, control, da da da, mm -hmm. we'll keep the good bits and yeah. we'll just get rid of yeah. Welcome to our world, you know, with the sun shines. Well, I get that quite a lot, actually, you know, in, when I've been seeing like larger pub chains and things like that. And, and my heart sank in one meeting. I was meeting, sort of bored, talking about certain things. And they said, yeah, we're a property company that just happens to, just as you've said. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Just, I don't know, maybe I'm sort of naive, believing in Santa. What's the what's be called? Yeah. You know, it's kind of good on your letterhead. We don't have a letterhead. I'm not saying we're not joiners, but it's by what you do. If you're good enough, your customer will come back. We were lucky, the fire station, which was obviously just around the corner, which was, I don't mind, I'm getting older, I could say as Daryl Terrence commented, no, 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 it's Trevor. I want to talk about that. And you're a restaurateur. I don't want to talk about St. John because that was seminal. Mm. He would change a bit about St. John later, later on. And um, we just got on with it. Yeah. 
and with St. John, my, we were offered a lot of money by, it was one of the early chains, in fact, in the end, and my partner went and created chains, and the real Greek is still out there. And mm -hmm. David Franks had just flogged it. I've known David for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, then he's just flogged out, hasn't he? And yeah. so and so's just flogged out. Yeah. So why are you going to work for somebody who's going to leave? Because yeah. it's all about the exit route, yeah. or share price, or or you know, or squeezing. And if you've got venture capitalist money, then that's that's what they want. Yeah. And well, it's they, real. It's ruling from a spreadsheet rather than the heart, right? So it's oh, hundred percent. And and you can't lie about for a, a true restaurant. It's where you look forward to going to town. It's a shame because I. Uh, whether it's Barcelona, Paris, Pixar, you kind of have to ask again. Whereas before, people who saw us, you know, I don't know if he's survived, I better make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, or in the same condition. So, with that first thing, the fire station, that came out of a, we put a, my friend rang, she got any that money left? <laughs> <laughs> so, we just went really stupid, crazy bonkers. And we put a, um, a real American diner that opened in 1946 in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. called the Riverview, mm -hmm. in the last bomb site in Covent Garden. Right. <laughs> and that went from, you want to do what? And you're going to sell pot? Are you No, to me end up with um, English Heritage trying to list it and me spending, what, 12 years on the, on the, for the, for the, for the people on the uh, community association fighting the opera house development. <laughs> oh, really? Poacher becomes gamekeeper, uh, or the other way around. So, with by the time you get to um, St John, was a, a site that um, again, because you suddenly get a reputation for doing crazy things or yeah, new yeah. things. Not now, but with St John, uh, Ferguson, I'm pretty stubborn. But someone just said to us in the early days, they probably remember this now. Why don't we do set lunches? And of course, then I looked at for early days because there were no customers. Yeah, yeah. And folks said, "Well, I do folks went." Talked to said no, we don't. We don't do that. No way. And you kind of know that we're on the same wavelength, kind of thing. And um, it suddenly turned four or five years in. And if you go to Smithfield now, you don't recognise it. Mm. Yeah, because you know, there was nothing. There was not, not even, much. Well, not there even there like, yeah, um, yeah. So, and everyone thought to, thought I was a bit bonkers after the success of because it was first open kitchen first bar and restaurant it became young youngs and poor old john young i don't know when he died when they once he'd gone that was it they were they're out flogging the assets and yeah, then closing yeah. down the brewery and everything else but fire station was seminal because of these things open and kitchen. i think we did that on kitchen 10 reds 10 whites you couldn't understand them because mm. most people didn't know whether chateau de pep or chardonnay was a grape or a, or a place or yeah. a, you know um we had a great chef he's still around but i mean he's up abroad who was a natural successor to Alistair, Alistair and to Simon Hopkinson and all that raft of Roly, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, like we're all getting old. Uh, and Roly's about to start again, right? He's doing a, doing a pop-up. Yeah. I saw him. I was kind of meant to, meant to, someone said, we're going to go. I said, yeah, we will. Well, that'll be hopefully, good. Hopefully he's booked. Yeah, that'll so, be good. Yeah, so, um, and, Again, we could cook. We got, there was then the Eros or something, so we had Willie Rushton, the toe-sucking MP, Mella. Oh, yeah. Uh, a younger Faye Mashler, so we didn't know any of these people. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. And I, in the rock and roll days, I lived around the corner. I was in, it was Langan's. Uh, funny, I was talking, I sent a note to Jeremy King the other day, because he's now got the 
property lease for the original Caprice. Oh. I said, well, actually, I was in there a lot in the 80s. Yeah. He said, yeah, I remember. And I said, my stagnant. He said, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was very, I few said, messy. There wasn't a time. Because there was a lot of people traveled because the work were in the, the, the travel away. So I will finish that by having, did bang, bang chicken. And um, who, I think it'll come to a minute, went off to do, which is now Young Will's um, College Chophouse. Oh, yeah. So it's all. The world, the, the, the networking of all that stuff, but and and it was great. Um, the benefit of, of St John was just being stubborn. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't mind telling the story. And I said to, sounds a bit, it doesn't sound quite right from what you say. I just said, but well, but I'll get cut. You're the chef, Fergus. You get paid. I won't. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> so, um. And we'll keep it to ourselves. Um, so, uh, well, obviously it was hard. We, you, that rigor, I mean, you just, you got to stay with it. And there was never, a, never a, like, we were not going to do set lunches and all that stuff. We did it as a favor for the folk at the FT once. And it was, a critic came in and bought a glass of water. No, she didn't. She paid for tap. I'm like, why are we doing this? And that was a favor because a long time ago. Remember, we're 30 years next year. Um, and then and people come back. And they, but of course, change is instant gratification yeah. and instant exit route if you can play it well. And now you've got certain companies picking up three or four companies that are going bust overnight and opening up the next day. Yeah. And now that is so apparent that there are places you can go and you can go, could you do one for me, please? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Be careful what I say, but... Um, but every time the public purse, um, staff, suppliers, landlords, etc., yeah. get get rooked, and some yeah. people have done it more than once. So, so in a way, that shows you um, what business has become. Yeah. So if we can be a bastion against that, and we, I think, when we did that talk, someone asked me the reason. If it's hard to get chefs, if I'm a chef, I'm going to look for. Somewhere where I'm going to benefit from going there, somewhere mm-hmm. I'm just going to be in business, mm-hmm. somewhere I'm probably really going to enjoy it, mm-hmm. and somewhere that will probably help me when I want to go next time. Because yeah. sometimes we go, you're not doing that, you're going there, pardon. I've decided you're not going there, you're going to go there. Yeah. Well, really, yeah, and it's in a different country. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, so that kind of, and that kind of thing takes takes years. So um, there's no there's no instant, um, you know, places are good. We, and that, and those that stand the test of the time are because um, people go back yeah. and then kids go back or, but also whatever the audience is, you always the same, but never the same yeah. at St. John, you know, people go, Oh, I didn't know the women came in here. Pardon. Yeah. You know, or there's a lot of young people. Yeah. They eat too. <laughs> um, but in fact, there's a lot of youngsters that, that are very interested in whatever the social reasons for that in terms of they can't buy a house or whatever, but you know, you're, Restaurants are part of its uh, streetscape. Yeah, yeah. And well, the rest follows. But just in terms of St John, then, and the sort of the original idea, what was the sort of vision from day one? I mean, was it nose to deal from day one, or did that happen over time? Or what, no, we, what did you go in? No, Fergus was quite uh, contrary to rumour. Like the fire station we did ourselves, uh-huh. and other projects I'd worked, then worked on, obviously, big projects. That's a big project in Manchester, and that recession killed it. It was the whole promoter. Docks, we were going to build French company, build 
um, completely redevelop it, and the whole and that never happened in the end. Got funding from Trafford Park and Central Manchester TCs and stuff, um, which is quite good fun to do. I mean, yeah. if you've ever got forty-two, or you got I don't know. Angsty, whatever you it's Mancunian for, um, and this bloke comes from down south. Go, yeah, yeah. So, what are you going to do for us? Or tell us how that interacts with what do you do for our college? Yes. And Anton and I go bang it straight back. Where oh, I can't do Manchester. Oh, you're all right, huh? actually, you're right now. <laughs> so, and they and then then came another recession, so that was the end of that. But, um, I've digressed, haven't I? So, but if, if, uh, in general terms, if, if, you know what you're doing. Focus. We never had a crossword about it. Never, never. You know, you we talk about it now. We laugh. We do uh, scallops in Marylebone. But why would you go to a restaurant to eat a scallop? Mm-hmm. Why would you touch salmon? Mm-hmm. And with it was the way Focus was had this clear idea, mm-hmm. and the book was published in '97. We opened in '94. But also the use of space. So I can, I'm ten years older, but the sense of say the um, you could say uh, modernism, or you could say the Hayward mm-hmm. and the way of things. You, it's space that you. And I'd seen it, and someone said, "Oh yeah." So then someone said, oh, Cooper said you should speak to Fergus, who's the young chef um, cooking in in the dining room above the French." So and we did, and he walked in and said, "Ah, yeah." I mean, he was squatted, wet, refeated, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was no. Um, now, I mean, they wouldn't, so wouldn't exist, but you would have, you, it was, it was, no one would have touched it. Mm. Hey, you know, um, but just through that, and it could be said that, you know, food was changing very quickly mm-hmm. and the idea of food, um, and what is, what seems so out there then is, of course, it's natural now. Yeah. So sourcing directly, and it, you know, it talks about how, you know, <laughs> Greg the Veg, as in Greg the Veg. So we were buying, he was very lucky because he worked with Charlie Hicks, who was a lovely man, so yeah. gone now. Um, and I had uh, the um, veg business. So we used to get sprout tops for free because they were just thrown on the bed. Right? Yeah, it didn't take them too long to start charging us. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, people were doing sprout tops and, you know, and it's funny, then we work with the farm and then suddenly pretty, it's good for the farmer. You can't blame the farmer then going to knock on another door. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. And you kind of go, yeah, it's fine. And it's, um, you know, and if our lovely cheese lady, Mary, she's now passed. Um, her, her kids were happy. Uh, uh, sorry, I guess a goat says it. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they were happy and the kids were able to fuck under. There were lots of kids. So yeah. it made sense that should be the kids have to find the different. Uh, End of life solution. Mm-hmm. So we would cook the kits, and that time of the season we would be, and then we put kid on the menu, and people go, "What else is that?" Yeah, yeah. And of course, the ridiculous thing about the squirrels. Yeah. Which I mean, people don't remember now. I mean, and yet now you'll go to a gastro and we got squirrel. Oh wow! Is it nice? I've never had squirrel. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't don't think it looks like a rabbit. It mm. eats nuts and bounces around in trees. This is box trapped from different estates, so yeah, it's yeah. not the sky rats we've got in London. Yeah, yeah. And um. Quite healthy, really. Yeah. And quite red meat. So not what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah. And we can make a nice little <laughs> squirrel nugget, deep fried squirrel. Nice. You know, it's, uh, and it with that, it was almost a scandal. In those days, the, the mail and the Telegraph, so the Express had big format newspapers mm-hmm. and the big car, big uh, cartoon. In both of those, 
It was in America. It was in. This is another recession. This is what they're now eating in the UK. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. Then about four weeks into this whole, I just went. It went international. And there was a little bit about. Have you heard about this restaurant St John kind of thing? And um, we're sitting having lunch one night. So I walked. It came across from the front. There's a terrible. It's the Wolverhampton and um, Dudley uh, Bugle. They want to know. Can you go to an interview about? What are eating squirrels? No. So we've had our trickle down now. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> this is what the bloody Londoners are eating. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, sorry. So, it was, so all those adventures, and of course in the space of nearly 30 years, you've had lots of different um, moments and ups and downs. Um, and we've just sort of rolled with the punches. But... Uh, Always the same, but never the same. Yeah. You know, so, I think that's a good phrase. And in in terms of my introduction to it, um, uh, we had a brand agency where I worked yeah. at Barclay Card, and they were across the road, the Brand Union, yeah. and we used to come over, and uh, but it was Welsh reared bit and a yeah. you know bottle of red, and that was it. You know, that's what we did. And uh, the first time I came in, I seen this really quite well to do gentleman, and he just had a fuck off sandwich like a big old yeah. thing and he's just got his glass of and you thought this is fabulous but just always sitting in the courtyard i never did the dining room yeah for some but reason I tell you, uh david mckendrick who's has a, a magazine called paperways now look uh -huh. so he was in today now scotsman we were doing something so i'll do something for the, for the magazine and he said exactly the same story i come in white laid boys you know and then i come in like okay Pint of Guinness and, and some yeah. cheese toasties. That, yeah. he, that'll do me eye. Huh? <laughs> well, he was, he was recounting exactly the same story. It's fantastic. I oh, but I was at home then. And, and I'd never, I'd, I'd never seen anything like it. And, yeah. you know, and I think that was the whole thing was, oh, this isn't intimidating. This yeah. isn't skyrocketing prices. Yeah. This is, it's quite egalitarian, really. It's yeah. just come as you are, enjoy yeah. what you want, go. Yeah. Ideal. Sometimes you might get a soldier in uniform. You certainly see the odd, odd, um, Bit of purple and, and the guy's got a cross on his chest. Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. You know, so, and of course, you've got a natural um, clientele of in of church and all kinds of stuff. And then, and it was far enough from, from the centre of the city, like nothing's more than a mile away, mm. that you'd get some of the, if the Lloyds boys, something's happening with Lloyds or on the banks, they'd mm. come across St. John to have their lunch. Mm. And then some of them were ringing me, I was having lunch. And I said, Yeah, sorry. You know, sitting in Sunset, I said, Yeah. I said, they're up to something. I said, well, it's nothing to do with me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to leave a share price tip in a, in a letterbox and post it note trying to move the share price or something. You know, so. Some sort of coup. Yeah. And of course, uh, the <laughs> truth is, uh, uh, the strange thing, uh, if you're going to take someone for lunch, it's quite a good idea to go somewhere you like, mm. which is otherwise doesn't have to be something shiny and, and silly. Yeah. You know, so um, um, that doesn't apply for Oh, but you'll find uh, there was a curiosity, but we've always had, you know, we've seen the, up, the ebbs and flows of the, the, the people in the Far East working in London, and then there's that recession or that happens, or the banking crisis, they're all gone again. Yeah. But you'll see, if, um, now it's there's a, obviously a lot of bucket lists and there's tourists and people mm. come in and look around and take a photograph and leave yeah. again. You know, have a donut. <laughs> um, but, um, but it is a kind of part of the community. And I suppose... It would be very difficult to do that now, mm -hmm. unless you were funded. Or, but it seems to me now you've got um, 
the funding comes from very wealthy families that have got this and there's everything they've got and they have that and this comes from there and you go therefore it must be good yeah, yeah. and they take a few slogans to do this that and the other therefore it must be good yeah you know and then there's almost that exclusive thing about no 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 this is too expensive for you and so the people that come and feel calm and say <laughs> it's like uh, the cheaper version of that is 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 going to an ivy in a place like Winchester. Yep. <laughs> you know, and there's one in Brighton. Yeah, well, one in Brighton. Two in Brighton. To, oh, Ivy Asia next door. Is that Ivy and Ivy Asia wow, together? Well, okay, well, that's, up. That's, that's, that's good for the property value. Yeah. Like I shouldn't say, but that certain bakery said they want one of our bakeries in their village because it makes them feel, oh, for goodness sake. It's a, like Marylebone. Do you think it matters as a waitrose now? And with that expansion, so obviously... It was St. John's Solo for a long time. And what sort of made you then go and look at the bakery in Marlebone and all these kind of things? It's quite a long period of time. The, the bread, it would make sense for us. You, bread is part of the coven. But of course it's in the costing. If you can't count, don't be in our business because you, don't, you haven't got the right to employ people. Yeah. But we would put the bread down because mm -hmm. people are comfortable. You make sure they drink it. If there's children, you just make sure the children are okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, not these simple stuff and if they're regulars you know i don't walk i've never done i obviously do so loads of people but they actually want to because the regulars want to speak to the regular people they deal with and they can wave to the show. i mean that first open kitchen thing worked mm. and i remember focus wasn't too sure and i said the open kitchen i said well, i'm not sure about that. <laughs> it's because it's tiny yeah yeah and then we were baking our bread another checkered career that's interesting um and then people started coming in and buying bread. You see prams at four o'clock after mm -hmm. school and things. And then other restaurants said, would you have our bread? Would, would you do ours? And then we thought, well, we can't deal with this. So let's have a bakery. And, it, and it's just the other yeah. side of, and in fact, at that point, uh, the market there was, dark, was dead. Um, and Brilliantsgate is pretty much finished now, finally. Um, and um, Spillover was the same. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was nothing hard for people to imagine what it was, uh, you know, what it was, what it was like then. And um, uh, when we opened um, what was meant to be the bakery, I looked at first, I think we got ourselves a restaurant. Yeah. And so basically, it was a bakery and a restaurant, and you could just steamed up and everything else. And then. Um, and bread and wine still to this day has is, is always been our uh, there's always a split if you just uh, in the chefs that come to London mm -hmm. well the hipsters from Mexico City and the Scander boys always go to bread and wine mm -hmm. but Tom Keller and uh, Danny Myers etc they all go, always go to and um, I think um, oh, doesn't matter always go to Smithfield uh, something like that but, yeah, but it's yeah, kind of yeah, a different yeah. vibe because head chefs are, are like the James, yeah. um, Tom at Hereford Road now, the Marksman boys now doing the thing at the, uh, at the National. They are all pretty much from, that's quite where the other guys yeah, have done yeah. other things. It's quite strange, boys and girls, yeah. So, Well, and then just touching on that, you said Danny Mayer and, and people like that. So again, that international expansion stuff. So, you know, Dublin and a bit of New York um, and that type of thing. What, what, was happening there? What? Oh, well, what, in that, and then what was actually what this whole idea? In fact, just put it the backdrop is: um, if you think 
of the grey market mm-hmm. and what Noma, mm-hmm. Relay and the rest have done for Copenhagen in terms of the millions paid a year. Mm-hmm. Same for San Sebastian. Yeah. The, the competition between Sydney and Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So we had food. So Virgo were very fortunate and we obviously had fun on our trips. Travels. And we would be on our travels. I'm sorry, we were away for three weeks. I don't know how on earth. And meanwhile, I was traveling a lot, building up the wine business. Mm-hmm. So I'm very patient about wise. Um, so all those things, it was a time for things were changing. Yeah. And it was obvious and people had caught Fergus and this, that and the other and, uh, and New York. But we kind of enjoyed New York. And we 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 went close a couple of times um, and something would happen. And, and I'm very pleased we didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose the end of the story was that we were cooking the lovely Jonathan Gold, who sadly died, arguably the most noted of all uh, American food critics, mm. um, said, come over and we cooked, did a fantastic dish. And we did that. Then someone said, you've got, you got five minutes, so I'm going to take you. I said, no, I'm here, so can I just show you something? Uh-huh. And I kind of went, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> but there's another so house next to now. And then someone said, do you know you're looking at that, but did you look at it? And then all of a sudden, and of course we have St. John's in America. We have St. John's that run restaurants mm. that turn over $20 million in one restaurant. Yeah. And that's when they, I'm not saying on the dark side, but when, and we had a chef and this, that, and we ran that kind of, because we had no intentions, yeah. but also California and LA is the one, to, and our spiritual home is always with Alice. I put um, uh, in Berkeley, California, um, Chez Panisse. Okay. We cook, we'd, we'd take over Chez Panisse for a week. Yeah. All kinds of things like that. Yeah. It's hard to um, imagine. That's why, you know, all these people become famous that we kind of, we, yeah. always, we were always there and they all become... So um, that, that was kind of like your inspiration or muse? No, no, no I told you, oh. we just, we, we all kind of had, did, it, always did it our way. Yeah. Smile on face. And we could cook too. So that's kind of, it was, but you had this, this food media thing happening. Um, and if, if the thing about that was, when it was on the, if we'd have touched that building, we went on a book tour, which is East Coast to West Coast. Yeah. By the time we get to Los Angeles, no flights in. Yeah. And we're watching, uh, and we, we love Chicago, but we're in, you think this is a big pub? <laughs> Mate. And, you know, they just opened and of course said, no, we're going to go through three years of hell. Yeah. And a lot of those, the bear, bear it's funny watching, watching, watching the, bear? the bear going, bloody hell, Matty, what's he doing in there? <laughs> when Matty, Matty was a bad young man and, um, and David at um, Joe Beef. Uh-huh. I remember stepping over the last one, last man standing, and he, he took a painting off the wall and said, "Thank you, Trevor. It's a pleasure." Give you a I, painting? I said, <laughs> I "Said John." Nice. So, so it kind of goes back years. So yeah, yeah. I'm about to go. To, we sell wine into Canada. I've done for a while, and that's coming back. So I'm about to go and go on the wine trip again. See your cap chest. But that was just a, that thing about Los Angeles. It was a came out of left field was unexpected yeah. and it was easy for us because it's all our folk that were serious people yeah so it doesn't it doesn't mean fergus and i are going to be there you know because it's a long flight it's actually because well we, there's no plan yeah 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 and so when we opened we moved when bread and wine was just getting so we eventually opened in Bermondsey because we always pick good spots yeah yeah for the bakery i, I remember justin's head bake going you just promised me there will never be a um a rest, never be a restaurant. And of course, years later, there was it was um, 
Anita with Monmouth Coffee is very strong by and principled. Um, Bermondsey Cheese Man, uh, Sausage McGuire. But we all made things. Yeah. And that whole Maltby Street, everyone made something. Yeah. And it was different. And then, of course, then it became Rope Walk. And then one day we were using it as a, uh, we were doing dinner. In fact, a few people said, oh, I love those dinners that you did with Fergus. So, yeah, it was quite good fun. Um, and just on the New York thing, were you saying you got shown Ludlow or Dumbo House, or you know, in terms of the site? No, in New York we were we would show lots of sites. We yeah. were shown the um, Astor Building, uh-huh. NYU NYU board, the Astor Building. That, there's a couple of bits. Ah, yeah, big uh, red thing, big thing. And as you're talking to anybody, said, "Sure, I'm looking at it too." I said, oh, "I thought you might." We talked about doing something. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. what you know, and we're, you'd be careful in New York. But in fact, NYU, because it's very well-funded, they bought it. Yeah. So you kind of think, well, maybe this isn't, but sometimes it's better to have fun. Yeah. And um, it's you're an arrogant fool if you uh, think you could do it in someone else's town. Well, I was going to say, how comfortable do you feel out there? I mean, do you, do you know New York really well? Do you, you know, do you feel, would you feel comfortable trading out there? Or is, is it just an well, alien? I don't, think, I don't think we'd ever open in New York. Yeah. Um, uh, you've also just got to be I mean it's a great city it's not as it was mm-hmm. when I went, first went in the 70s so late 70s and 80s there were a lot because the music business oh, yeah. and we were very young and had a lot of fun yeah sure <laughs> and things were changing it was a lot of fun um, and it was so you took your mates to work in the city because we were London folk and all they wanted was to become a vice president in, and obviously you know a lot of them worked in the Twin Towers Mm. Um, so, but it was kind of a dream of working in New York, yeah. but that's kind of, and you, Rudy Giuliani, great mayor, but he's not such a great mayor now. Mm. So, and it was far more dangerous. My a friend I used to go, this two story, right down the bottom in a battery park was a club uh-huh. called the Rawhide Club. Yeah. The bouncer wore chaps. Okay. Like cowboy chaps. He didn't wear trousers. Nothing else on? No. <laughs> so we used to go in there about two or three morning going, Gentlemen, you coming in? And Rodney Dangerfield, we used to go. Oh, he was. We used to go to Rodney's. He go. Oh, you always. Well, you just, just got to mention. Yeah, I was listening yeah. to our podcast the other day, and Chevy Chase was on. Yeah, and he was talking about Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, Caddy Shark, right? And it was yeah. uh, Bobby was his uh, manager. Well, okay, but it was from Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. We just because we, we only had a wedding. We were <laughs> for late trip, <laughs> and it well. was kind of funny. And you could, and uh, when. The museum of modern art was kind of new and central part. I've run the marathon, God knows, seven times, I think. Right, the New York marathon? Yeah, when I wasn't playing this, that, and the other, I used to go and run the marathon. Fantastic. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I can't walk now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what an experience to do that, though. Actually, if you're going to run a marathon, go and run, yeah, yeah. Go and run New York. I mean, mate Tom was uh, on a gas. And he was uh, offshore. It was the second London marathon or something. He said, I was quite famous. He said, I've got to go offshore. Do you want to run the marathon as me? In those days, I went, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. <laughs> now, I'm born in London, so it took me four hours, 25 minutes with no training. I'm running down around the Isle of Dogs thinking, I really don't find any enjoyment whether there's a band or not running around the bloody island dogs. No, and then someone said, do you want to do it properly then? So, I went, <laughs> so we, had, we went, went off and started running in the old marathon. Every now and then, a bit different then. Nice. But not, not uh, uh, there's a, a bit of, of a myth about St. John being in New York, but we used to cook there quite a lot mm. and we would 
we do some fundraisers with people like Danny and raise an awful lot. I mean, serious amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd also have something going on. And the same with um, uh, Australia. I can't remember how we're doing Melbourne. A lot of time um, in Copenhagen. Just when it was all these things, all those television programs. And of course, it caught on because the grey market is where the money is. Yeah. So, and even Seville. Have you been to Seville? No, I'm just by Valencia, but not not many great restaurants. It's tiny. Ah. Fortunately, I was there, it nearly flooded because the rain was so much. I said to my wife, thank goodness for this. Because we could walk where we, (laughs) once your feet are ruined, to (laughs) say, just walk around. But that is, you see it chasing. We've just been, it's now coming again. Someone said, would you come to Australia in 24? Well, think about it, if there's a wine thing as well. Because we used to sell wine there. But I won't sell, I mean, everyone drinks Pickpool, don't they? Do you think I'm going to send our Pickpool to Australia? But Trevor said, no. <laughs> we're not sending the glass around the planet. It's the same, yeah. again, a different subject. But we've been doing, I put the bagging box on uh St. John, I think we're still only missionary in the world that does it. Yeah. It's, it must be over 15 years ago. Yeah. And a French missionary still giving me an earache or just a French generally. Now, of course, it's zeitgeist. Yeah. I mean, but they're more curious now about could you tell me about the use of two plastics? Why is that? And what happens to that? And, and, yeah. uh, and it was uh, long as basically that's now down to governments and local councils yeah. to sort out their, their, it's like um, things like, um, only because it's current, I get a chance to say this. It's like key cakes. Key cakes don't get, yeah, don't get yeah, recycled. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that Blaufrankish, that a certain chain of wine bars, mm. actually goes sends back to that little little winery somewhere in the Schwarz? Mm. Uh, no, it doesn't. Doubtful. And it usually ends up... All Hi, the here's a doing... quick message for all hospitality Crushed. operators who want to reward, recognise and retain their brilliant teams. I want to introduce you to my new friends at Grateful. Grateful is a revolutionary cashless tipping and trunk platform disrupting tipping all across hospitality. Grateful's mission is to help create a more grateful world for hospitality teams by building the best tipping platform out there that is truly built around your business. As Grateful understands just how unique your business and team are. So, if you're a restaurant, hotel, bar or cafe, and no matter if you're a national chain or just a single site, Grateful yep. simplifies trunk for you by using their tech know-how to provide 100% transparency for your teams. Grateful streamlines your operational overheads through API integrations into your EPOS, Rota, payroll and more that takes the headache of handling tipping away for you and your teams. Grateful are a fast-growing, ambitious team that are fanatical about customer service and are always striving to do the right thing for you. With the new legislation just around the corner, it would be worth chatting to Mason and the team at Grateful to see how you can modernise your tipping for a happier team and a happier business. To find out more, please visit Grateful.com. That's G-R-T-F-L.com. That's G-R-T-F-L.com now.
a creative agency for the hospitality sector, Saved by Robots create compelling brands and memorable experiences through great design and engaging storytelling. From Scottish Restaurant of the Year Sugar Boat to Tip Jar, the digital tipping platform that's taken over the world, Saved by Robots excel at bringing ideas to life. As well as developing new concepts and refreshing existing brands, the robots provide outsourced graphic design to help multi-site operators grow with confidence. Check out their work and get in touch at savedbyrobots.com. Let's talk about wines then. So you have obviously a wine company, so Boulevard yeah. Napoleon Wines. Um, so was that just a natural progression from, because I was reading an interview about you the other day and it was saying that you were French only wines from a certain area and that was it. End the no, story. We're, no, we're all French because they're our neighbours. Yeah. So, and it's funny, if you look at... I'm, I'm looking here, and I mean, if you're going to restaurants, that, that, that steakhouse menu, yeah. or that hotel menu that's got two pastas, chicken, um, tuna rossini, a curry, you know, and you're looking, I'm not you got going in there, but yeah. aren't most wine lists like that? Yeah. So next time you're in a chain pub, look at the wine list. Mm. All make, over the shop. No, there's no continuity. So for us, there are neighbours we can meet them mm. because it was naturally very soon after we opened. I said to Fergus, "We can't be doing with this." There was a company I just won't mention their name because in those days there were um, things that people forgot about Grand Met and all those big mm. companies that would have hotels, wine businesses, um, uh, and the big distributors. Um, it we should go direct. Yeah, That's yeah. why I used to get the stories about me getting bitten. Yeah. It wasn't the big dog that was slathering over me, it was the little dog. <laughs> yeah. And I'd say, could you just remove the small dog from my foot? <laughs> um, and it's all French because yeah. we can have that connection. Mm -hmm. And if you're drinking Pinot, you might as well just stay there. It doesn't To me, I would understand it, but to most people, it's lost. Most people don't, um, yeah. uh, like everyone said, don't understand wine. Um, and also they're exploited by people. Mm -hmm. They exploit that. So um, a, a, a Brit will never go into a pub and ask about the beers, really. Mm. The older they are, the less likely youngsters, perhaps. But they're, okay. they're going to know the brands anyway because they're going to drink Beaver Town. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so, and it's two gin and tonics, they're setting up. Whereas it's the same for a Frenchman or, a, or Italian. They know. Yeah. Because in their village, this is, and he's the best winemaker. So we don't know, and we are exploited. You know, it's, it's a bit like... Um, 
all these wine clubs. It's one, I won't mention his name, but basically he does everybody's. Right. So that doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's an airline company or a certain yeah. credit card company or said it's all one warehouse. Yeah. You know, and then right back then, I there were two wines. I better not mention because they must exist. But say this is Lex and this is Loire. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same wine. Yeah. And I, Ernie's now passed on a certain Ernie under the, because in those days you could take tankers under Tooley Street, just around mm-hmm. the corner from mm-hmm. here, and bottle. So that same wine would go to um, Spanish restaurants as Coretto, uh-huh. to Italian restaurants as Coretti, to French restaurants as Ecoite. <laughs> really, only, yeah, so, it that's, so it was. It just, it's very hard for people to understand what it was mm-hmm. like then. And of course, it's, it's again like dealing with farmers who mm-hmm. so were kind of like surprised mm-hmm. and looking for ways to market so so we would um do what i meet farmers and um because for a lot of winemakers they got double jeopardy it's not like a whiskey or a, or a brewer um because you just buy the grain yeah when you're growing the vine and you're going to make the product you've got and it's get off some bible and um grape bible just is more susceptible than um than grain at, at large and so it was became you could meet small growers some are going to become famous some uh, and people want hipster wines from the Loire, and I, I might be walking because someone goes, I didn't know you knew. Um, when did you buy that wine? Uh, 2003. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> hold your week. So, so that whole relationship, and it means our folk can go out there, they will come in. We have a um, a vineyard's lunch every January, mm-hmm. so people come can come and say for the weekend do what they want to do. Um, and it, to us, it's natural. And of course, over time, we, we sell a lot of our wine. And our, I've just, I've only really learned this properly in the past year or so. Um, if I ask someone that takes our wine mm-hmm. in that, where everyone's bought houses of a certain ilk from North Oxford down to um, mm-hmm. parts of Somerset, um, quote unquote, they're all your bloody customers, Trevor. So, what do you mean? So, they come in here. And they, St. John Claret, please. Oh. St. John, I went, okay. Because the reason about St. John, particularly Burgundy, and someone says to you, I can understand French labels, but I just can't understand German labels. Mm-hmm. And I go, you can't understand French labels, no. mate. <laughs> I'm looking at the back, I'm looking at numbers, you know, kind of thing, not, not <laughs> what it says. Um, and um, that's where we wear of sommeliers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is because if we do a, a burgundy it's very there's a lot of bad burgundy now. Mm. poor burgundy i should say and overpriced and everything else because it's a seller's market in as much as there can be in one yeah um that someone coming if they have to pay 14 pounds for that's what it costs mm. but some people like to spend 14 pounds because a pint of guinea i don't know is in the toucan at the moment i benchmark toucan so seven eight probably what? must be i would have thought and more in certain others yeah so if you want a glass of wine you want to trust it yeah and a lot of people don't. Mm. So, and we'll always say, do you want to try it first? And everyone's in, like, if you've eaten at St. John, mm. your d'oeuvre is actually chatting through the menu. Yep. Because we don't tell a lot. And by the way, we're telling you, you've changed it. And then you'll see some, I've only got two of those left now. Yeah. And then it changes for the evening yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. Which is very, again, like in a, a dynamic kitchen, it's like great uh, to work in that. Mm. It's more different than it looks. And we're, as I say, we're, we're a brigantine with nine guns up each side. We're not a ship of the line with, you know, three rows of cannon. Yeah. But when we go, we go. And you have two menus per day? 
Yeah, every day. Well, that's natural for us. Um, and there is a, re a reflection with the uh, wine side because we can do that and that. Yeah, yeah. Massimo Batura came once. Um, so he rang me out as in um, Muller dinner. Uh, he's been a bit like Randy. Number yeah, one, number two. Yeah. We were number 10 once. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I used to judge him. And I twice I resigned the last time I said, this is World's 50 best. I said, I am never doing this again. I just cannot be so bloody compromised. And I never told anybody. Whereas if you're in the media, you make sure you, they know. Uh, so he was oh, yeah, selling secrets. No, it's just, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, if you, you know, if you're on a list, say thank you if you're not going with a job. Yeah. It doesn't, really doesn't matter whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. What matters is the people coming to join your old people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, if you're good enough, they'll come back. Yep. So the rest is ball. It's almost like I don't tell people and go, I told a certain editor of a magazine once I where to go in Florence. And then next I read in the paper when last time I'm going to tell you. I put it in. Yeah. So, oh. Well, you know, if you're in media, uh, information is king. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get to it first. So it's you know, <laughs> a bit like when they cluster around a new restaurant or something yeah like, yeah or the theater well going to mountain tonight so yeah there's yeah, a bit yeah. Of that going on I mean, I'm, sure mountain, I'm sure mountain thighs i'll be great i haven't i haven't i'm i will go and i just haven't got around to it I mean, yeah, we're, yeah. we're obviously very close to those that um kind of cooking with fire these days man. i know it's the yeah but so there go. Message, he just said it's so ring i said it's over trevor i said yeah thursday you and me fergus hey george here come okay all right so so then and they walk in and they're just gabbling away in Italian. They look at me. We were just saying we're not going to speak Italian now. <laughs> Ten seconds. <laughs> so it was a, sort of a nice busy Thursday, but we're coming and going mm. and a bar was full, you know, from those days before COVID when yes. you couldn't see the other side of Oxford Street and, you know, when life, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and the kind of things and people, it was a busy night, but mm. we've always or come to our own skin mm -hmm. kind of thing. We we do know there's aspirational stuff going on, but we're happy. You know, yeah. you've got to have that confidence. And then he went off. So what's the loser? I said, point down to the loser. Came back. Trevor, Trevor, I found your other kitchen. Oh. I mean, you dork. You found a beer cellar. <laughs> beer's in good condition and our white wine's chilled. Because he would go to his restaurant. I mean, you know, walk in and go, go in the kitchen, there's a round for all this kind of work. Oh, yeah. He's very kind. He put us in the library room. It's about twice the size of this with shelves of books around it. Yeah, yeah. We kind of, can we go in the restaurant? <laughs> but there was only another 12 people in the restaurant. You know, and it was it was like with chef ratio. So, and of course, uh, your three star is wrote. Yeah, and it's wrote. Yeah, and it's wrote. And you, um, if your job is to, would you please peel these the skin off those petit pois? Yeah. And you do that. Yeah. And when you give it to chef, and he smacks you, yeah, yeah. and said, "I wanted the skins." Yeah. Three star, and I won't say the chef was three star. Um, as the world, that's not that's that's a bit, yeah. I have been offered money, right? <laughs> uh, so it's kind of, uh, they're not these are these are real stories. So, again, as I uh, digress, um, but do you think it's changing? I, I think, um, you become London centric, mm. and what you see isn't what is the real world. I mean, you've got to go to Doncaster and Truro to see the uh. It's really like, and particularly COVID, and 
and to me, a, a certain entrenchment of different types of people in different areas of the country. Uh, and it's kind of tough. London is stands for, you know, more than half. Mm -hmm. More people live in the southeast of the UK than are in Australia. I think I'm right. So we're every 20 million now, but we're 25 million down here. Is it? And if you're Australian, they go, Mate, that's when you say the court, that's that's not even a journey. <laughs> you go, you're in Doncaster, and you're in Dover. Yeah. That's 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 nothing. That's nothing at all. Yeah. So so I think, and I'm guilty of that. Um, and it's hard to you know, it's hard to judge. Mm. I don't. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to judge. But I mean, London centric. So. Is, I mean, as it going to become more attractive to get the next generation of talent in or what, what are you seeing from young people that are joining you? I think, I think it's completely changed because, um, almost like for, folks, for both of us to be in restaurants where there's a restaurateur now, mm. um, I respect or chef. I mean, it was like, this is kind of wrong. You should not be doing that. Yeah. You know, we should be doing other things with titles and letters for our names, kind of thing. Now, of course, it's it's again, it's zeitgeist, it's rock and roll, mm. and and then some of that is is quite dangerous. Mm -hmm. uh, but equally, um, the, the thing about community and skills and crafts, it kills it. Mm -hmm. And that thing about you know sourdough or or using your hands. I, I funny, I was I spoke at Noma once with. And David Chang, David and Rane, because I've known them since they mm. called me uncle. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to say what I want to say. I know what your agenda is, and this is full of shares. And now, apparently, people have to fill in a form, make an application, write about themselves, yeah. see if they can even come to this magic tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and all I was saying, basically, cut long story short, explain things, is that chefs belong in the kitchen and they belong in the community because if we're going to save this planet or improve this world or improve where you live we will join the dots up and when we join the dots up across the country then we'll have a better place so politicians can talk about this they can do crap about leveling up but of course every decision or individual decision or you have watch the beer and i'm going to become a chef yeah. it's a selfish decision in terms of not having an eye come for a time in in those days which is probably quite vacuous in terms of actually ability to change things. But uh, there is a, it's that me thing, which I think people of my generation see that is instant gratification. Yeah. And that is a complete change to, I can have it now. Yeah. And I want it now. And if yeah. someone doesn't give it to me, I don't like them. Yes. Um, and it is that coming and it's media and it's, it's like, it's like everything that, that you could read about in the one day the world be like this. And of course we're going, holy shit, it is becoming like yeah, this. Yeah. So in terms of, um, you know, whether it's our old folk or our bread or why is it supermarkets or, or all those different things, uh, education, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's kind of for the wrong reason. Mm. And I th also think that, uh, a lot of people don't realise how hard it is. Mm. And what so they don't realise is they don't have the skill for it. Yeah. So I only cook once a year and that's at our fed de vin yeah. in the, at the winery. So, um, and yes, eventually it was in autumn. It had to happen that I was standing in front of a medieval village building with most of its roof on. Yeah, yeah. And with my, my friend just come back from winemaking with 
from Michel Sapoutier down in Australia um, and come back going, but Trevor, we should have this. I went, no, 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 no. So 2011 was our first vintage. Then we did 12, we had 13 in the in the fields and we hadn't sold a bottle. And then uh, we sort of, the focus came down and said, do you want to try this? And we thought, we're watching it, prepare out of the barrel. People are strange to come along and go, oh, what's that? So that's where we crush the grapes and the juice comes out and we, we ferment it. <laughs> and that's the barrel we put white. It's kind of, oh, I didn't know you had a white. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I thought it came in bottles. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and he saw him taste our wine. Oh, oh, thank goodness for that. That helps. That'll be, that's a, you know, what have you done? Um, and that, so I've digressed, but uh, yeah. that um, now what we had learned was we've made a, a it's called Van der Gaar, mm -hmm. a wine that improves. The wine that is, and is arguably one of the best wines in, one of the best, the best wine village in the whole of Longwilock. Yeah. And when we cook in, we, we augment that by cooking because we cook the things that are no longer you can get in the profound in the countryside, yeah. the deep countryside. Because yeah. I'll go down to Nabon Market and I'll buy the brains and do that, do that once a year. That, that go and see the guy who's so and so and get the quail. And the mayor comes, always leaves late. And and everyone in the village comes and goes, Not so bad, those Brit blokes. Yeah. And yeah. You, have you got a lot of customers in that area or is it mainly no, the, UK the hardest, or the hardest or? place to buy our wine is in France <laughs> is just the way distribution yeah. works we don't have a cellar door we don't even have a sign <laughs> some people randomly coming up <laughs> excuse me excuse me we oui. <laughs> what's going on in here is that another brothel <laughs> people, people do know we're about so um I digressed. That's all right. Well, there was a couple yeah. of things because I know I need to let you go at some point as well. Yeah. Um, so a couple of things I was just going to ask you about. I was just interested. I saw your fizzog on uh, that their social media for F That's Delicious. Uh, oh, I the TV programme. Yeah. How was it? Do Like filming it. Was it fun? You know, yeah, Ken Brunson and all that? We're tight. Uh, I've got new balances on now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because Lee, as in Black Axe, uh, so that's kind of his crowd. He did Vice Munchies. Yes. The Munchies came, came once in a van because they were going to go out and just get slaughtered and down the driver. So, Trevor, you and you're going to be there. I went, yeah. All the dudes in this kind of. Come in with your tattoo sleeves. And then they all drove off and went, Oh well, I'll see. I'll see. Not fit enough for it. Go on there, on their posse or whatever. Oh, so you only got a, a better team? And no, they, no, they came. They, they came and had lunch. And uh, yeah, Because yeah. uh, in a way, as you see, uh, people like action are fans. Mm -hmm. So you know, if if um, you might have uh, actors that come in and eat, but actually they're very curious. We're we uh, work at the bridge with the guys that created the bridge and. Um, so I would go and watch um, rehearsals. Yeah, yeah. And I would be, because I'm very curious about watching rehearsals. Yes. And there's some you know, great people. Huh? And they're watching about, what are you cooking today? Did <laughs> you <laughs> bring any wine with you? Were they filming the bridge in London or were you? No, no, out, we did the bridge theatre here uh -huh. at Tower Bridge. We, uh -huh. um, we for our sins, um, do the wine and the little things you can eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was the way I won't go to it now, but it was a little bit evangelical. We changed the way it, it should be done. Yeah, we are yeah. not 
contract caterers. Yeah, well, I would recommend watching it. I've had, I've watched a little few clips, and yeah, it looked fun. Yeah, one of my sons did did put it on. on I didn't know what it was, and I suddenly went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was all right. I mean, he seemed a good lad. Oh, yeah, imagine. You know? I know, big fan, yeah. big fan. And then we, when we last met, were talking a little bit about your social media and the fact that, and actually I spoke about it on stage, where the care and attention that goes into being you, the way it looks, you know, it's yeah. John every time. Yeah. And the care and attention into the the text which no one does everyone just writes. Yeah. have you tried our sweet bread yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like you know whereas yeah you it's exactly st john all the way through and do you find a lot of business coming from social media is it a necessity do you think you could do without it you know what why why do you sort of invest in it do you think uh, it's a positive like all things we didn't do any mm-hmm. then you do a bit but it grows through the years and we always had a voice um, and it kind of changes. We also said people were curious mm-hmm. and it wasn't that long ago, a few years ago now, but I just said, right, cut it. Everyone has to sign a box to come back on. And you probably know our numbers are quite mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. All right, then it makes sense we keep on. And then because people are genuinely interested. Yeah. Um, and the voice is still, um, no, it's kind of, it's, we um yeah we'll we'll um we'll argue about an apostrophe yeah okay and it's uh yeah uh, Kitty and myself pretty much and Kitty that um that does it we just have a, we just have there is a thing about um as I was saying I was not, I'm not playing smoke up your backside whatever but he was a venture capitalist in lockdown going oh. <laughs> uh, but what I do know and I hope we feel it within the company, is that we have a special, this is this is not um, about the idea that once BMW or IBM or this, that, and then they were seen as be paragons of the way things could be an Apple and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we have a, a social, we have an ethic, we have a, a way of being and a way of acting and a way of reacting when people come mm. and a way of... of um, a way about how we go about what we do. Yeah. And hopefully uh, a sense of honesty and then, mm. and that it is more important than any individual is, you know, because uh, it's 30 years, but uh, the chefs and the bakers now and it's harvest and in France, everybody's working, doing things. Yeah. And it isn't about Fergus and me. It's actually yeah. about St. John itself. Yeah. And people can see the change now that it is St. John and that's, that's kind of all we wanted. And then the word we used to use all these years ago was permanence mm-hmm. because it, it was beginning to break down. And I just had one of the worst meals I've had. It's, I'm so angry about it in Paris in uh-huh. a particular bastion of all these things. Um, uh, absolutely shocking. But in those days, in the early days, I was in Paris a lot because of the work of the French people. Um, you know, things like Brasley Lip weren't, weren't mm-hmm. was, they were not, not the same. And all those things were not the same. Mm-hmm. And arguably they're not the same now, um, except that they're almost the pastiche ones. Um, and we'd refer to the ones that were, were things where you go there and go, yeah, it'll yeah. be the same. Um, and we wanted a sense of permanence because of good restaurants and old friends. So when you go to that town, mm-hmm. ah, on Tuesday, so 
again, it might be once, once or twice a week or it might be once a year because it's an anniversary or it's a conference or it's just because Liverpool are playing Tottenham or something. Yeah, yeah. I go to, I'm going to St. John and there's a smile on my face so I walk down that corridor. Yeah. And that's the most important thing because if, because we're smiling and they're smiling, yeah. this is already a good place. Yeah. So all that pretension and bullshit, apart from the odd um, Asian tourist holding up a tablet taking photographs. <laughs> <you> go, <laughs> oh, I'm from Yeah, they say, uh, you know, they don't put they don't put tripers on their things anymore uh, on the table. Um, so that's kind of uh, that's the essence of our restaurant, and mm. that should be in terms of all the care that we take in the bakery. Yeah. It's not about it. And there is, this, and folk want to be in that environment, to work in that environment. And people want to come into that environment to enjoy what you do. Yeah. And that is something we protect and treasure. And it is a general, um, it's, it's such a, I mean, cause it doesn't mean anything anymore. It's like, but you can, I wouldn't use the other part of that phrase, but there are values. Yeah. And, and the values are important and they're not, uh, they, we've proved they're sustainable. Yeah. And it isn't necessarily folks and myself sustaining them. Mm. That's, um, whilst we're not anachronisms, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is all those people every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, we, we're just, we've just been pulling, we're heading back towards 200 people again now. So we do a lot more than people think. Well, that's big. So that's like, it's just about the people that are doing the thing. Yeah, that's massive for. Massive. Does that not weigh heavy on your shoulder? That's okay. Back to the rock and roll days. We had far more people in, in those days. <laughs> oh, was it? Mental age of 12 and an actual age of about three. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, no, not at all. I mean, it's it's, it's all gainful uh, stuff and um, we're busy and we need and, and every job is a real job. Yeah. Um, and now to, to deal with what's happened and it's going to get worse running to, I, I keep saying to our folks, right, we get ourselves set for spring 24. That's when it really will be difficult. There will be unemployment then. So in my view, but then again, economics is quite easy if you could just don't listen to politicians to read the runes because it happens every time and this is a cycle. Yeah. Um, and good jobs will become rare, which is with your um, initiative for recruitment, it, 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 I, my view is it will change. Yeah. You know, so so then there is a uh, maybe a responsibility to train properly. Yes. And yeah, that sort of whole myth of D ninety one, I think it's more than that, isn't it? Say again. You know that myth of sort of D ninety one you were discussing on your panel, which was if you oh, get folk to stay to ninety yeah. one days everything's all fine. It's like, well yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not so sure. I'd love to see an initiative that is about onboarding and you know, making I mean obviously there's you know, like restaurants like yours that yeah. don't need that because you're doing it really well. But there's a whole bunch of there that just yeah. aren't. And so I think we're helping, hopefully, the acquisition. Yeah. But after that, we can't, no, you know, do more I, than you, that, you, you know. I suppose the most important thing is to show people that if you do this, there is a, there is a reward. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to, to you know, kowtow that. But a lot of people don't. It's very hard for people to gain the experience. You know, there is no A level in experience. Do we still have A levels? Like that? Yeah, I don't even know there's no a, there is no A level in experience. So, um, and things come and things go. But you know, it's like I said, if you can't read a balance sheet, you shouldn't be a restaurateur. Yeah. Something like, oh, shut up, Trevor. I got an accountant. 
Yeah, and you do hear stories about accountants, don't you? It's, it's, I suppose it's not about what's in it for me. It's yeah. what can I put in it for them? Yeah. And if you look after them, they'll look after you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of hard. And not a lot of trust in the, in the world these days, mm -hmm. I don't think. No. And, and, uh, and no one kind of knows. Um, there is there is uncertainty. And a certain amount of uh, patience. Yeah. Patience is the big thing. Yeah, which no one has now because yeah. you can get everything, yeah. as you say, instantly. Yeah. So, patience so, is one of the biggest things. A couple of things in. What's next for you? What's next for your businesses? And what's next for hospitality? Oh, well, so we're just um, busy post COVID. Um, by hook or by crook, we've obviously opened Marylebone Lane. She's just come up to its first year. Quite happy with that, how that's going. Mm -hmm. Bakeries, we have a new bakery. And we had, it's in the old bakery, but we put a mezzanine in it. It's a nightmare to get that all done. Well, everything ran late, same as the restaurant. Wineside is, is very active and you're, you're reconnecting because everyone forgets that a small farmer in the middle of nowhere, it's every club, factory canteen, restaurant, hotel, football stadium, this, da, 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 da. Is out of it has got it's yeah. shut, and the big boys went in the Amazons of this world went in and bought as much as they did because they were selling online. Right, big boys win. There's always I just call the Amazon the guys that had good mm -hmm. COVID. Sad way of saying it, but a yeah. lot of people had good COVID, and some just stole off the government's. <laughs> stole, yeah, stole. money as well, yeah, yeah, terrible. Um, so if you are a small winemaker or cheesemaker or whatever, it doesn't it's tough. Yeah, so you're kind of re grouping and those those networks and we're also you know we've been asked to make wine for people now um the online thing is follow the trend of us post covid but that we know we can do uh better and enjoy it and we've finally got spent the money on the on our, you know i think you had to go back and like if you go to certain of these sites they've actually taken your money before you've actually chosen the, yep. the pair of jeans or that bottle of wine <laughs> Well, ours was kind of like, no, do you really want it? <laughs> oh, come on, you don't really. We'll give you another one free. Um, so we've done, we've sort of worked, it's, it's lots of things to do. You know, we've, we've worked with Dispatch, and that was a very funny thing, how that kind of, um, somebody called it, it was an incubator, and no? it was just they were the ones that won the battle about yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. so having fun doing that, and that's with people like uh, Otamengi and Angela Harden and stuff. They've got things to learn, but that's interesting for us to do that because, mm -hmm. in fact, we were connecting. We do a castle and you'll get a picture of someone up in the Hebrides game. <laughs> yeah. And then and I said, Can you do wine? And, and the, the techies, one of the other parts, went, We hadn't thought about that. Well, just have a think about it. So nice. I think in lockdown, we did 1.87 bottles of our uh, carrying on our Grenache from, from our yeah. mountainside, which is perfect. And of course, otherwise it was sitting in bond. Brilliant. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of, so you kind of learn about that, and we've enjoyed the, enjoyed the process. But it's it it will be tough next year, but hopefully we're doing. And we're not rushing anything. Mm -hmm. That's something. What we could do. It's funny. I was use this idea of um, our Christmas puddings. Maybe we should be doing three thousand, but we're going to do eighteen hundred. Why is yeah. that? Because everyone's going to be happy, and some people are disappointed. Because next year we can get it right. We have because we have a lot to do at the yeah. moment. So let's patience. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the counters are busy, and we've seen people come back gently. Mm -hmm. uh, the theatre's now got um, guys and dolls. 
and that kind of opened, but so many people had left that we working there and everything. so that's kind of like we'll backwards. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of that's fun doing that. And the the Lightroom is needs to be sorted out, but that project at King's Cross, which we were involved in, just on the on the little way of of wines and things. Um but you know Tom Hanks is gonna do the, the moon thing, which is quite fun. We're just oh. we're just doing the thing. We just do the yeah, yeah. But people actually make it go Ah, you have St. John. What on earth they do? Oh, that's nice. Because <laughs> that's a real donut. Yeah, yeah. Not the, I mean, it's just so, you know, why did you go into a theatre and you ask, they put ice in the gin and tonic and it gets warmer. Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> so we've got plenty to do. And also we're, you know, we're recruiting and, and rebuilding our team. Everyone, mm. everyone was, some people didn't come back. Some people were, were affected. Some people lost people close to them. Um, and memories seem to be short, but we've mm. definitely had, you know, there isn't, an unhappiness and and you've, you've got uh, youngsters that have three years of their life to learn ruined yeah you know way. there's no no way no way but to say it's ruined because yeah. if you are at school you're not and it doesn't matter um, for, for the for the wealthier perhaps whatever but but generally it's not a good thing yeah so so we're just sort of we are like any of us we've got to get rebuilding it yeah you know so which which we're kind of which we're doing and you, you have to regard it as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if you don't relish challenges in business in a way, it's simple like me as a restaurateur. Yeah. Um, but you want to say as a businessman, it's then what are you in business for? Yeah, yeah. And if you say to make money, well, well, actually, mate, then that's a waste of your life. Yeah. If you like and it's it. not going to be easy, you know, no, if it was easy. But, you know, life is to enjoy, but also to be engaged in it. Yeah, so it's yeah. all about giggling. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, um, Good food and good wine to be <laughs> Right, a couple of quick fire questions to end okay. then. So, favourite city to eat in? Uh, don't have a favourite. Favorite, I don't have a favourite wine or a favourite city. Okay. Favourite hotel? Same again. <laughs> and you mean, I, 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 you know, um, no, I won't stay in a hut anymore. I'm not doing that. No? Hot and cold running water, thank you. And a, and a bar. <laughs> um, there's a lot of hotels alive. Yeah. But also, sometimes I'm not fussy. It's actually just depends. Some kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Coffee shop? You got a, one you love? <laughs> not, not at all. I, my apologies to anyone who I just upset. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course I like bar terminus because otherwise, oh yeah, uh, um, I can I can have a phone call. Yeah, going, yeah. hey, <laughs> and so that would be a good bar, a bar you enjoy. Oh, it's plenty. I, I, that is invidious because. It's a bit like, where do you go and eat? So I just, mm. just give me 25 minutes. What's your favorite <laughs> restaurant? They go, oh, I didn't mention that. I didn't mention that. I didn't mention that one. Um, but there's plenty of good bars. I, I begin, what will happen is that good things will come out of all this. And some people, have, and, you know, it's very good that restaurants are changing into different things. So maybe rather than the change or the big operations or this, um, that, it's not quite what you expect of a restaurant where people can go and engage. So uh, a wine bar could do food, or um, I'm not talking about things called sixes. That we yeah, yeah, yeah. Cricket, I don't don't do that. <laughs> but um, or experiential. I really shouldn't. I'd, the restaurants I shouldn't. I should actually have in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least the restaurants. Where, and I've only just started. <laughs> I would like to think. Unless exactly, unless twenty <laughs> restaurants to start with. Yeah. But I will tell you, that to, to have the worst meal I've ever had in Paris, pretty much, mm. apart from 
uh, when I'd gone, especially with uh, Ferguson, one of our longest serving chefs, who's now going to his own project down in Wales, to have that, I wasn't. I couldn't speak the next day. I was so livid. <laughs> when the bill had gone past six hundred euros, I went, we're, "We're gone now." And what was it? The food that was so bad. The service, everything, 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 everything. everything. Food was bad. Day the office, yeah. And it's a Michelin restaurant with a very famous chef in it. Jeez. And we went to a new place because I thought, right, we do that, that, and that. Uh-huh. So the next day was lunch and chez George, where we go for years in the uh-huh. greatest area, whatever. Lots of love in the room, and it was funny and great, and you know. Profiterole down yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, I've, I've overeaten. You're uncovered there. Exactly. I've, I've, I really should have done the riette twice. And, and, um, and bottles were exchanged. And we went to a new place called Paul Shane. And Ooh. that was great. I mean, really, really good. His mushroom time, pretty much, which you just don't see here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was great. So that was quite enlivening. But to go to a place that is that just goes to show that you cannot treat people it's it's Ooh. in the heart. You can't, um, you know, you just can't. I, can't, can't, I won't no. mention it, it'd be, it'd be invidious, but I filled in the form. Uh, and, I, and I was detailed. And I, yeah. I'll do this for once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about, Thank you ever so much for your input. We take the Automated message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And somebody's gone, well, get rid of that. <laughs> Don't let him so, back yeah. in here ever again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I will never go to that restaurant again. So, um, so I just go to show. So, yeah, there's plenty of good things. Like you're going to mountain. I haven't been yet. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cooking with with fire. But hey, that's that's kind of fun. I think we moved on from some things. I don't think will last. Um, and there's there's good operators. Mm. You know, um, I need to get to Dave's place as well. I need to get to Bush on Yeah, that's, that's, right. I mean, that's yeah. Having that as a, a neighbours is um, uh, is. Uh, well, that's not, not as, as yeah, good it's, fun. It's dangerous around the corner. <laughs> so, um, in fact, we saw them yesterday, last night as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I said to Henry, "Do you know what, mate? There's one thing. Is it's uh, as folks say, like the Navajo Prince. It's just perfect. It's <laughs> cooking. It's, no one cooks like I'm a restaurant we're in. We're, we're shamed. Uh, in fact, I'm going to tell Henry about it." Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, so there's plenty of, I mean, it's a shame about media because mm. unfortunately I think, um, it gets in the way of things and by media, I almost mean all that stuff that comes out of the tube and is on your phone and et cetera, et cetera. There is, so the real world is lost. The real yeah. world of our, you know, what's happening in politics or HS2, it's all yeah. flannel and bullshit. So, yeah, yeah. so no one kind of knows. So. But there's still plenty of, uh, what's the word? There's plenty of things that really are not very good. <laughs> yeah, that's most of it. And I think yeah. with the climate we've got, we're going to see a lot of those brands just retire, aren't we, in restaurants. And the ones that are phoning it in will get found out probably as the times get slightly harder. It's, it's only a business model and it works. Yeah. So, you know, um people said, I wish you didn't call and call us a chain. I a couple of hours ago, oh, three, that's a chain. <laughs> so they're all a bit different, mate. You know, in fact, they're very different. You can fit that around your neck, I don't think. Yeah, three lengths, yeah. Exactly, now for 30 years. <laughs> One every 10 years, that's right. But you see what I mean? So there's always be that. It's it's a shame that, that it's become like that. Mm. 
that it is this is the way the business is. I don't want to get, get taught in. Uh, uh, you could say that about cars, or about yeah. the great old days of cars or motorbikes, or you know, it's a shame it's come like that. Yeah. But it's, so I think that things like St John, but also, uh, which is true, that it, you know, if you you can start small and you can get big, or you can start small and just be the right size to to make a living from it yeah. and make a good living. So. It doesn't have to be about, um, so if you're on a list, say thank you. If you're not, just do your work. Yeah. If you're good enough, people will come. It's not always about a yacht. No, I mean, the great thing about yachts is other people have them, so you can go, and go on on. But... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be for them? I was just thinking, if I'm on a yacht, if it's got two engines, what is that? In case one fails, and I'm, I'm late for the crossing, getting over the tide for my lunch. That's sail business. I don't, I don't mind, on a sailboat that bends over and it's like, fun. Yeah, you know, a bit dangerous, but yeah, otherwise yeah. engines. Engine fridge lose that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unless there's no women on board or whatever, and I appear at the back. But, um, but um, yeah, fantastic. Right. Well, listen, it's, it's been right. so I'm good sorry. to talk to you. Yeah. It's I, been great. I was really good, enjoyed a bit it. Wayward in terms of direction. Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Wow. So that was a true titan of hospitality, a legend, and I feel so blessed and lucky that we got to spend time with him. That is Trevor Gulliver, who's the co-founder and CEO of St John Restaurant and also maker of Boulevard Napoleon Wines, plus an author to boot. Thanks so much to Trevor. I was lucky enough to meet him not that long ago at a conference and he agreed to get together and have a wee chat on the podcast. So forever grateful, wishing St. John, the team, Fergus, Trevor, everyone else, all the best and I can't wait to visit soon. This podcast is sponsored by Vita Mojo, the all-in-one restaurant management platform helping operators grow ATV, reduce tech complexity and serve guests better. Just visit vitamojo.com forward slash supersonic and get in touch with the team right away. That's vitamojo.com forward slash supersonic. So this is me, Mark McSee, signing off for another podcast, and I'm really looking forward to the next time we're together. Next time, we'll hear from many, many more interesting people with top tips, tricks, and tales that will make your brand boom.